Hang on a minute, guys. Let's try this again. Hello, um, my name is Fiona, and I'm from Texas. And I just wanted to say I love, I love your podcast, and I listen to it almost every night. I stay uploaded, and I even remember your like theme song. It's like Welcome to Sleepyhead Stories today. We love to read books, be silly, and play. Me and my mommy are here every week to read you big stories that all are unique. Join us at bedtime or bathtime or breakfast. We promise it's better than a trip to the dentist. Welcome to Sleepy Ed Stories. I love your podcast, and thank you so much for providing this podcast. I love your thing. Bye-bye. Thank you so much, Fiona. Fiona, thank you so much for saying this week's intro song for us. We appreciate it so much. Thanks for reaching out. We're so glad to hear that you listen to us all the time, every day. And, you know, Conchetta, how old were you when we made that theme song? I don't know, like three or four or something? Yeah, Conchetta was around four years old. <laughs> you can tell in her voice is so different now. She's eight, so... I think it might be time that we have to re-record either a brand new theme song or yes, the same one. Yes, we need one. a new theme song. You think we need a new one? We need a new theme song. People are going to be like, like running up to our apartment like, we need a new theme song. <laughs> so guys, if you have any ideas for a catchy new theme song, let us know any, like, should it be singing? <laughs> That's the reason I don't want to do it. <laughs> Should it just be music? Should it be clips from previous episodes, like funny little moments? Um, give us your ideas. Maybe we will use some of your ideas, or maybe we can just continue this theme no! Of, no! of like kids saying it for us. Kids sending us voice messages, which you can do through whichever podcast tool that you're listening to from you have to ask your parents for help i thought you meant like this theme song just like how fiona did it and you can send us the voice message of yourself saying the theme song and we'll just let you guys do it and each week we'll give you a shout out that way what do you think let's try it like that for a little bit while we think of ideas you still want to redo the theme song we will still think about ideas for our new theme song but in the meantime if you guys want to do what Fiona just did. Send us a voice message. There should be a button um, on the podcast platform that you're listening to us through that says send a message, send a voice message, and that's and we will get it, and we can upload it to our podcast. So thank you, Fiona from Texas. Yay, Fiona, good job. Yay. I wonder if there's anyone here that's, like, in New Jersey, so maybe we could, like, meet them and give them T-shirts or something. Maybe. Maybe. We'll have to see. I don't know. I, we don't get many New Jerseyans. People from everywhere else, but not, not New Jersey. We are not. That's not a thing. <laughs> yeah, it is. New no, Jerseyans. No. All right, guys. We're going to get into this week's episode right after this. Ah, so it's summer. It's summer, and we're here. Right, Chetta? Yeah. What are we doing today? What are we doing in life in summertime? Honestly, at this point, I don't really know. <laughs> exactly. Right now, we are both in Conchetta's bed. In, yes, my bed. Yes, in her room. I have infiltrated 
her room and we are just chilling like normally at this time you would be in school you'd be in that classroom with those pencils and those books doing math but instead we're here in the bed actually i think i would be doing like um reading reading oh it's time for reading okay yeah and so summertime is slow it's lazy right it's a little bit chill it's why we take a break from school mm-hmm. up here in the northern hemisphere it's summer some of our listeners are in the southern hemisphere and it's winter but here we Oof. got summer and we are chilling so normally once in a while not a lot once in a while i make you or i ask you to do chores mainly clean up your room make your bed put your toys away play with toys well the dolls when you set up like a hospital in your room for the dolls right and then at night i'm like all right this we gotta clean this up right chores Mm -hmm. i do chores vacuum you do chores all day yeah (laughs) but it's like a never-ending yeah yeah totally that's a different story but anyways in the summer it's a little more chill it's not so rushed right Mm -hmm. so if you could come up with a list of things you could do that doesn't have to deal with the computer, besides chores for me and you, what could we do? Oh, that's hard. I'm like always on my computer, honestly. But like, say it's me and you. Like, here's a, here's some ideas here. Um, I've come up with. We can. We don't have. We can't build an igloo in the backyard. Okay. And we can't learn how to speak dog or parakeet. Um, <laughs> these are these are. So what Conchetta's reading, guys? Um, I'm going to tell you is a list of things that kids made up that they would rather do than do their chores. And they these are things they want to do over the summer, like a summer bucket list. Kid, different kids said this is what they want to do. So what is? Put on your. I don't have a lab coat. And what are we gonna mix? Like so, this juice? child says he wants to put on a lab coat and start mixing orange and purple gonna, colors what are, what are together. What are we gonna mix? Orange juice and grape juice. Yeah, or just like use food coloring and color water. Someone else says they would um, rather they want to build an igloo in the backyard. That's kind of hard to do in the summer. Because it would melt. I don't know where you're getting the ice from. Maybe pretend ice. <laughs> right? Blocks. You could use blocks instead of the ice ice cubes. Um, another child says he would want to learn how to speak dog or cat or parakeet. There are people that say they can communicate with animals that way. But animals can't understand you. Because whenever... Oh, whenever I say tr- the, the even the word food, Hannah comes running. Yeah, I'm you. yep, she learned our language, that's for <laughs> sure. So yeah, we are in summer, and we are in July, and we are just chilling. Conchetta goes to camp a few days out of the week, and that's it. Not a lot of plans today. Where where we we might go? Tell them we're we're thinking about it. Say it again. Sorry. The zoo. The zoo. We live like a mile from a really nice zoo, and we might just go there in the afternoon. It's and just spend like two or three hours there. I don't know. Taking it easy. Chill. Summertime. So, guys, this week we are going to be reading all about how summer days are lazy and 
chill and just kind of do what you want to do and maybe your room gets a little bit more messier than usual because than you're in usual. it <laughs> because you're in it more you're not at school all day I'm always so, in my room honestly yeah when you're home yeah Conchetta loves being in her room so you have a great room right Hannah even the dogs in here right hen <laughs> she wants your snacks anyway so that's what this week's episode is about it's all about summer chill so I'm going to read you a couple different stories about that and even give you a couple activity ideas for you to do if you get a little bored this summer with all the chill. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Hang in there, guys. Have a great summer. Have a great summer. <laughs> Hang in there. I cannot make my bed today by Lucinda Lombardo. I cannot make my bed today. I will tell you why. I could do bigger things if I had the time to try. A lot of time is wasted when I make my bed. It takes two whole minutes I've counted in my head. Those minutes sure add up after days and days and days into time that I could spend in more productive ways. I could build a robot to keep the whole house clean. Better yet, I might invent a bed-making machine. I could explore a jungle and find a rare bird or compose a melody that's never been heard. I might dig up treasures from ancient history or follow secret clues to solve a mystery. Is making my bed as important as it seems when I could use that time to follow all my dreams? While you think that over, I'm going to do the math to add up the time I waste when I have to take a bath. Right, guys, I have a fun activity for you to try this summer with your parents' supervision and permission, of course, always. This is a simple activity. You only need three materials, and those materials are paper, washable paint, or washable markers, but washable paint is better, and a pen. That's it. That's all you need, okay? And what we're going to be doing is making thumb print art do you guys hear that that's henna's <laughs> that's the dog oh my goodness she's having a dream wow guys well <laughs> let me continue so we're gonna be making thumbprint art. And all you do, all you have to do is take your thumbprint. So that's the part of your thumb that is underneath your fingernail, not your entire thumb, just the thumbprint where your th fingerprints are. And you're gonna dip that in a little bit of paint, or if you're gonna use a washable marker, you're gonna color the thumb um, 
with marker, but paint is probably better. And then you're going to take your finger and gently but firmly press it down on the paper, okay? And you're gonna make a bunch of different thumbprints all different ways, however you want. You do have to wait a few minutes for the paint to dry, so maybe go wash your hands and get ready, get your pen. Uh, you can even use a, a thin marker. And then once it's nice and dry on the thumbprints, you can draw little faces, make little people. You can make animals like cats and dogs using the thumbprint as the body. And then you just draw the eyes and the ears. You can make a little monkey. Um, people make elephants using their thumbprint for the two big ears. And then in the middle is the, you know, the elephant's face and they draw the trunk in. I've seen caterpillars. Um, I've seen people do like the balloons, like a cluster of balloons of different colors with their thumbprints, and then they draw the strings coming down to a house, like from the movie Up. There's just so much you can do. Uh, Conchetta has actually thumbprint art hanging on the wall of her bedroom that she made in school. And so she loves it. It's really cute, really creative. Doesn't take a lot of time or a lot of effort to do, but it's super fun. So if you need a little more inspiration, sorry, you can go on the internet with your parents and search thumbprint art. And there's a ton of things you can do. So enjoy. We just wanted to share that with you. And um, so did Henna. <laughs> Have a great time, guys. the Saturday Similes by Joel Stetler. It seemed as though Layla was stuck doing chores every single Saturday, unable to have any real fun. With her busy week, she just didn't have time to clean. So mom usually made Saturday cleaning day. Your room is as disorganized as monkeys having a pillow fight, said mom using the same messy room simile she'd always used. No playing outside until this room is clean. Layla stood in her room, taking in the sight of the enormous mess. I'll never get out of here, she said. Just looking at the mess made her sleepy. She didn't know where to begin, so she laid on her bed. Monkey's having a pillow fight. Right, she thought. She had only closed her eyes for a moment when she felt something tap, tap, tap her forehead. When she opened her eyes, she found herself staring at a wide-eyed capuchin monkey just inches from her face. Without breaking eye contact, the monkey stomped its little feet and screamed. Layla watched as hundreds of monkeys, each carrying a pillow, came marching through her door. Rhesus monkeys, howler monkeys, mandrills, and baboons all jumped around the room, swinging pillows, hanging on curtains, and knocking over toys and furniture. They battled in the most epic pillow fight there ever was. Stop! I'm trying to get this room clean! Just like that, it was over. The monkeys formed a line and jumped out the window one by one, leaving the bedroom the messiest mess Layla had ever seen. Mom can't see it like this, Layla said to herself as she got right back to work getting the monkey mess clean. 
Just as she was finishing, Mom poked her head into the bedroom. Don't forget your bathroom. It is as out of control as your monkey friends having a water fight, she said, using her usual messy bathroom simile. Not one minute after Mom mentioned the monkeys, Layla heard a loud ruckus in her bathroom. She ran down the hall and peeked through the door. Those meddling monkeys had crawled in through the bathroom window and were having a water fight. Oh no, she thought. Are Mom's Saturday similes actually coming true? The monkeys' water fight was magnificent. They were throwing handfuls of water and soap, smearing toothpaste on the mirror, and doing the most impressive cannonballs into the bathtub. Layla swung the door open and ordered the monkeys to halt. Monkeys, stop! I've got to get this room clean. With that, the monkeys stood up, shook themselves dry, and then climbed out the window. The bathroom had never been so messy. Layla got right to work, making sure Mom would never see the mess. As Layla was finishing the bathroom cleanup, Mom poked her head through the doorway. Don't forget, you need to clean your toys out of the backyard. It is as jam-packed as those monkeys having a toy parade. Layla's palms began to sweat. Mom's Saturday similes had already made those wild monkeys tear up her bedroom and bathroom. But now a toy parade? She raced to the backyard, hoping she wasn't too late. When she got there, it was definitely a mess. But nowhere near as bad as it could be if those monkeys had been through with a toy parade. She got busy putting her backyard toys away. The balls went back in the bucket, her bike went back to the garage, and her hula hoop went back on the hook. Then the ground began to rumble. Layla could see the parade coming from the next yard over. No way, she said, standing her ground with the grit of a thousand warriors. I work too hard to get this yard cleaned. As the monkeys and their toy parade closed in on her backyard, Layla held up her hands and yelled, Stop! This yard is clean! The parade stopped. Everything went quiet. The leaders of the parade, a couple of spider monkeys riding a pair of stuffed dinosaurs, looked at the clean backyard. They gave Layla an approving thumbs up before leading the parade off into the distance. The backyard was saved. I guess it's easier to keep it clean than to get it clean. Layla thought. She had outsmarted her mom's Saturday similes. The end.
All right, guys, we were sent an activity by one of our listeners in Canada, Elise. Thank you, Elise. She sent us an email and told us to give this a try because she tried our little Oreo cake in a cup, in a mug uh, with her family. And so she was kind enough to send us something to try. And it's a really good summer treat because it has to do with all fruits and stuff. So yummy fruits. We are gonna need bananas, apple, kiwi, a few grapes, some animal crackers, in particularly monkeys or gorillas or apes, and a plate, and of course a kitchen knife which is only for the adults to use. And again, this is all with your parents' permission and supervision, okay? Of course, wash your hands, she says. Then you're gonna make sure all the fruit is washed. And you're gonna ask your grown-up to cut the apple into six slices. And then the grown-up is also going to peel and chop the kiwis into chunks or wedges. You're going to peel the banana, place it on a plate so that one end is near the plate's edge and the rest is pointing up toward the middle of the plate. You're going to cover the banana's end of the plate with the kiwi wedges or chunks to make it like a grassy ground that your tree trunk, banana tree trunk, is growing out of the kiwi ground. Then you're going to angle the apple slices facing outward to fit all around the top of the banana like the leaves of a palm tree, okay? You're going to put a pile of grapes into the center space where all of the apple slices come together so they look like coconuts on the palm tree. Isn't that a cute idea? And then you're going to pick preferably the monkeys out of the animal crackers and place them in the tree and under the tree. And when you're done, um, you know, you take a picture of it and you've got your chimp chomp snack. It's a silly, sweet summer snack, like monkeys in a palm tree. How cute, what a great idea, Elise. Thank you so much for you and your mommy emailing that to us. We are gonna go collect those ingredients because I don't have any kiwi and animal crackers. I need those two ingredients. And Conchetta and I are going to make this this weekend. We'll take a picture of it and post it on our Instagram and Facebook accounts again. So thank you guys. Keep sending in those shout outs. Have a great day or a great night and we'll talk to you in the next episode. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Sleepyhead Stories. Yes, guys. Thank you for listening to this episode of Sleepyhead Stories. Please keep sending in your shout outs. And remember to subscribe to this podcast so you get notifications every time we release a new episode. Please do. (laughs) Please do it. (laughs) All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day or a great night. And we will talk to you in the next episode. Episode. High five. High five.